What's up, Achievers? It's me, your host and friend, Billy Power. Welcome to the show. It's Monday, February 20th, 2017. Uh, I'm running low on time today, so uh, this is probably going to be short. And uh, sorry about that. Um, What can I say? (laughs) I didn't want to get out of bed this morning. And uh, my boss is coming into town. Got a lot of work to do. So there it is. <laughs> but thank you for being here. Uh, I've been kind of reeling the last uh, few days here uh, since the end of last week with the news that friend of the show, uh, Matt Carter of the band Emery and the Bad Christian Podcast's mother uh, passed away unexpectedly. And uh, I just uh, ugh, I just feel horrible. Um, I lost my mother. My mother got sick from multiple sclerosis uh, when I was very young about nine months old. Uh, By the time I was in third grade, she was in a convalescent home. uh, And uh, when I was a freshman in high school, she passed away. So lost my mother a long time ago. My my, uh, wife lost her father uh, unexpectedly when he was young. Um, It's uh, it's never easy. And, uh, you know, we can never uh, pretend to to be the person, but I have been uh, in this situation and gotten the phone call and all that kind of stuff. And, uh, just thinking about Matt and, uh, truly just, uh, sorry. And, uh, um, Devin from the band Emery lost his mother, uh, not that long ago also unexpectedly from what I understand. So, uh, just thinking about those guys and praying for that band. And if you're so inclined, I encourage you to do the same. Uh, it's always incredibly difficult to uh, deal with the loss of a loved one. Uh, so uh, yeah, just keeping it real. That's kind of, uh, <laughs> that's what I have on my, uh, heart and my head this morning, no matter, uh, what I'm doing or where I'm going. Uh, I just did a, uh, I do editing for bad Christian and I uh, just edited their BC club, um, bonus episode where, uh, Toby, uh, and Joey, uh, were talking about that. So it's there and, uh, can't get away from it. So Anyway, uh, what's some stuff that I did lately? Uh, went to church yesterday, and uh, something I've been noticing, uh, I, didn't, I didn't visit a new church or go back to that other church that I visited, uh, but something that uh, I have, um, it's funny, something that I've noticed at the uh, theater in Montclair where uh, Hillsong meets is there is a sign by the exit a red sign that I've really never seen anywhere else that says area of rescue assistance. And I thought, I wonder if there's any more appropriate sign for a church gathering than area of rescue assistance. Uh, And it maybe captures uh, sort of the way that emotionally and mentally myself and many of us have been feeling, uh, you know, in, in light of events and, and current administrations and all that kind of stuff. And, uh, Yeah. So I was thinking about that and thinking about, um, what an interesting sign that is. It's not, uh, it's obviously for like first aid or something like that. If you get injured at a concert, I guess at the Wellmont theater there in Montclair. Uh, but I thought it was oddly appropriate. Uh, saw the peanuts movie. Uh, you know, Charlie Brown has always kind of spoken to me. Uh, it's maybe one of the only cartoons that's uh, based in uh, reality. Uh, I don't know if you saw it, but uh, there's a whole thing about <laughs> Charlie Brown trying to fly a kite and uh, he's not really able to do it uh, very well. And and uh, there's just sort of like this sort of like womp womp kind of character uh, to Charlie Brown that I really appreciate, uh, you know, 
just uh, calamity. Very, uh, Peanuts is uh, very calamitous and uh, very true to life, which is very unusual for any kind of film, um, but especially for cartoons. And uh, I guess I appreciate that. So I thought it was pretty cool. It, it was weird. The the animation was weird, and it was weird to see it's sort of almost uh, more 3D-ish than the sort of flat uh, style of the original cartoons. Uh, something I also love in Peanuts is when the characters dance. Uh, to me, there's nothing better uh, than the Peanuts characters dancing. It's like maybe one of the best things ever. Uh, so I enjoy that. It always makes me laugh. Um, pretty good overall. Peanuts movie. You might want to check that out if you're into that. Um, also, I uh, caught the first episode on Netflix of Chef's Table, season one, episode one with uh, Italian chef Massimo Batura. Uh, who runs the third best restaurant in the world. And uh, I thought this uh, this series, you know, I've only seen this one episode, but it's incredibly shot um, and uh, really well put together. Just beautiful, beautiful uh, cinema. And I, I found uh, Massimo Batura's story to be just totally inspiring. Uh, you know, he uh, had an artistic vision that challenges accepted traditions and conventions. He really was trying to do something crazy uh, and different with Italian food. And uh, his restaurant, which is now third in the world uh, and is a multi Michelin starred restaurant, uh, when it started, people hated it. They hated it. Critics uh, lambasted his place. They didn't understand what he was doing. They, he has these sort of wildly inventive uh, dishes, like one of them was uh, called the crust of the lasagna. Um, he has another dish that uh, it looks like a, a landscape, like kind of like when they uh, do the trains where it has like the fake landscape and bushes and everything. It was that, but made out of all food. Um, just crazy stuff. And uh, he went from, uh, you know, totally questioning what he was doing and why he was even bothering and if he should quit and, uh, you know, just struggling and, and, uh, just kind of doubting everything and why he was even bothering. And then went from that to being in the top 50, number three in the top 50 restaurants in the world with three Michelin stars. So, uh, I think there's a lesson in there. Uh, <laughs> and that is that, uh, you know, if you uh, stick to your guns and stick to your artistic vision, I guess that doesn't always work out, right? I mean, it's it's a wrong story to tell everyone. Uh, everyone's going to be successful. And if you just do your thing, no matter what it is, uh, it's going to succeed if you stick to it. I don't, that's not really true. <laughs> uh, but when it does work out, it is encouraging, right? Yeah, it's super cool to uh, see somebody stick to something. And as somebody that's started and, and quit many things in my life, uh, you know, with this podcast, I've really tried to stick to my guns and doing it. Uh, there isn't a week that goes by that I think, why, why am I doing this? <laughs> and then I get a nice uh, email or a letter from somebody saying that, you know, they appreciated something that I said, or they thought of me when they saw a cartoon or whatever. Uh, you know, that means a lot. Uh, so I appreciate that. Um, always good to hear from people and to know that it's meaningful. And those are the little things that keep me going on uh, days like today when I just want to crawl in a ball in the corner and cry my eyes out. <laughs> so Chef's Table on Netflix, season one, episode one, Massimo Batura. I'll definitely be checking out more of those. Um, something else I noticed that was similar to 
um, the Michael Moore movie, uh, where when they talked to these people from these other countries, they were so focused on happiness. Um, and uh, he said a thing at the end of the episode about that sharing happiness when it's with others, it's doubled. Um, that he was kind of trying to express in sort of a broken English. And uh, I think that's true. Um, you know, we get so caught up in uh, trying to do what's going to make us money or good for our career or anything else like that. And, uh, you know, are we really happy? Are we making others happy? Are we, uh, you know, fulfilling our personal and spiritual destinies with whatever it is that we're spending our time on? I think that's really important and was a good, uh, you know, good thing to think about. And of course, I ended my weekend. <laughs> uh, I ended my weekend with a horror movie called We're Still Here uh, that takes place in the 70s. Uh, it was gnarly. Uh, very gory and gruesome. And uh, it was pretty good, though. It was fun. Uh, it was fun watching it with my wife. She was freaking out. Uh, and uh, But she picked it, so I couldn't take any of the blame for that. Uh, but it was a good sort of escapist uh, uh, kind of thing. I mean, was it the best movie that I ever saw? Not really. Uh, it was just okay. Um, I think it was from the on-demand from the Sci-Fi channel for free. We watched it on Verizon Fios. But we're still here, horror movie. Pretty good. Um, yeah. So what else do I have to report? Uh, class on Friday, class on Friday. Oh, in class on Friday, I, uh, we recorded the bass and drums to limelight by the band rush. And I got to spend, uh, some time on the board there, bringing up some signal levels and, and, uh, it's all coming together, man, starting to all come together. And, uh, when I got back from school on Friday, I pulled up some, uh, I, I had retracted at least, uh, two songs from the demos spoken in tongues demos from 2013 and uh i recorded one new song uh, not that long ago pulled all three of those up and i was pretty excited about them i thought they sounded pretty pretty good so gonna keep digging away at that um yeah i guess that's all i got for today uh thank you for listening uh you can email me anytime at billy at urban achiever show.com uh, theme show music was uh, theme music for this show is by Ethan Luck. You can check out Ethan at ethanluck.bandcamp.com. And I'm not even going to do, I'm just going to leave the song on the end here. But uh, thank you always for listening. I am going to do some more interview shows. Um, but if you've been listening, you know how jammed up I've been. So I'll get to that. I got some people on the docket here to do that. Um, but yeah, I sincerely appreciate you. I hope you have a great week and uh, talk to you later. <laughs>